You're listening to the Send It All podcast with your hosts, Lucian Nodder and Brad Stone. You're listening to the Send It All podcast with your hosts, Lucian Nodder and Brad Stone. All right, guys, this is the podcast, the Send It All podcast with uh, Brad Stone and me, Lucian Nodder. How's it going, Brad? Hey, great to be here. <laughs> uh, so let's talk, why are we doing a podcast for this league? Um, what inspired you? I, I want to know that, first of all. Why do you want to do this? Well, first of all, let me say I hate every single one of you. Um, <laughs> as a former champion, I don't believe any of you deserve to even come close to the throne. However, we're doing this because Lucian and I love fantasy football, and we love making fun of all of you and making, <laughs> making the season very great. Yeah, I think it's going to be entertaining. Um, one of my inspirations for this is, I'm sure you know Brad talking about them, but I love the fantasy footballers, not just for their fantasy football advice, but they're very entertaining as well, and they do podcasts all year round. And uh, they actually said they started their podcast out just doing it for their league members, and that was such a hit, they decided to do a public podcast for everyone. So that got me thinking, you know, maybe we could do this. Maybe Brad and I can get this going, and uh, I think it would be fun, and hopefully everyone will have fun listening to it. Well, I'm excited, you know, excited to be here and excited to be doing it. Yeah, okay. Well, let's jump right into it. Uh, our first subject right now, we're talking about the draft recap. Um, so draft, we had it at Wes's house. Uh, thank you, Wes, for uh, – for, uh, providing a space for us to do that. But I got to talk about one thing first off, the food at Wes's party. Can we talk about this? Oh, my what? God. I mean, oh, my God. I mean, I mean, can I at least just get, like, some pizza or something? Like, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about you, Lucian, but. <laughs> Seriously, like, what did we pay for this party? Is it, like, I think it was $25, right? I think it was $25 a head, and, you know, at least Robbie had the decency to bring you some cheesy potatoes. Yeah, and that came out of his own pocket. I, I know, I know. I, I think he should be reimbursed at least one Litecoin for that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and you know what? Just to anyone who doesn't remember, uh, maybe Eric because he wasn't there, this was the food situation. It was chips and dip and Coors Light, the cheapest beer uh, you can find. So I got. I just got to think. Wes is pocketing money off of this for sure. Hey, I can't blame the man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when you when you have a good thing going, you got a good thing going. Yeah, but we were pretty hungry, and uh, those chips weren't weren't uh, satisfying us in the least. Why, well, you know, Lucian, I think that left led to some uh, very interesting uh, draft decisions. You know, maybe Wes was just playing a game of, hey, let's get everybody starving, and then they will fail. <laughs> come round eight of the draft. 
And you know what? I think it did work for some of the people because some of these drafts, oh, man, not very good. Yeah. Before we get into that. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. You go ahead. Uh, I was just say before we get into that, I want to talk about some of the highlights of the draft. So what are some of the most memorable things that happened on draft day for you? Well, for, for number one, the champion ceremony. When Darth Vader came out, I think the league was just shocked. They, they didn't know what had hit them. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree. I didn't know it hit me. Um, I've only been to one other draft, and um, I had seen nothing like this before, so I was completely blown away. But I just want to know. Who wrote the script for that? Well, that's actually an interesting question, and that's considered to be a champion secret. However, I'll let you in that it is definitely community effort, and okay. uh, I think I think our creativity over the years speaks for itself. Oh, um, nice. Obviously, Lucian, you know, this was his first live draft. However, no, no, this is my second. This is my second. Oh, that's true. That's true. Second live draft. Well, well, one year we had a very serious ceremony uh, involving robes, candles, um, a, cha- a champion's horn. And so it was really a matter of, fr- from that moment on, everybody was taking the league incredibly seriously. So we realized we had to up our game. So the second year, we did an under-the-sea theme. But then the third year, the third year, Lucian, yeah. we went full YMCA on a, on everybody's asses. It was really great. was that oh, last yeah. year? Oh, we did the full village people. I was the construction man, of course. We of had course. Uh, Wes as the Native American. We had Eric as the cowboy. I mean, it was okay. fantastic. The the people loved it. The people loved it. Yeah, I like that. Now, I I like it when you were telling me this. The the first one you did with the robes and it's serious and it's candles, like that to me says. This is an exclusive club that you have to get into, and if you're not into, well, you're just not cool enough. Um, so in the future, I'd be great. It'd be great for me if we can get back to that, especially if I uh, emerge as a winner one year. Well, Lucian, if you make it to the winner circle, maybe someday we'll uh, we'll let that happen. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so yeah, uh, that was a very fun moment. Um, what did you think about Thomas as the draft pitch? Did he do a good job? Did he fail? What What are your uh, thoughts on this? You know, I'm a little disappointed because he still owes a WNBA game as his punishment. Are, but are you serious? He, he still hasn't, hasn't done it. He still hasn't done it. Does Very, he know that the finals – aren't the finals over? I I don't even think he knows. It's, it's very oh sad. Gosh. It's very sad, and um, – you know, I hope that doesn't set any sort of precedent for the rest of the league. However, Lucian, I will say he was a very good draft pitch. He was, except he did show up like 45 minutes late, which is unacceptable. <laughs> I mean, we were That's literally true. waiting for him. We were sitting around eating chips and dip and drinking Coors Light waiting for Thomas. Don't forget the cheesy potatoes, Lucian. But, yes, yes, the, potatoes, the, yes. The, the, point, the point is definitely taken. Uh, it was very disappointing that he was that late and – you know, I, I do think there should be some sort of additional punishment. Yes. Uh, I agree with this, especially because he didn't do his WNBA game. No, no, he, he didn't do it. And uh, I think he really, really would have enjoyed that Sparks versus the Mercury game. I think so, too. Now, do you think Wes is letting him get away with this a little bit because they're, they're good friends? You know, it could be a little collusion, I think. Yeah, like what? What if what if I didn't go to the WNBA game and I showed up forty five minutes late? Do you think Wes would come down hard on me? 
Oh, I think the draft would have started uh, the second he realized you were late. I think he would have <laughs> just uh, we would have been we would have been in the fifth round by then, and you would have had at least six kickers. That's oh. not even possible in the fifth round, but you would have had six kickers. <laughs> he would have made a trade of some kind. Exactly. Well, damn. Uh, I guess we'll let it go for now. But Thomas, I mean, you're uh, you're on uh, you're on our watch list right now. We got eyes on you. We got eyes. Yeah, on you. that's what yeah. we're saying. Um, other draft highlights. Um, who was that girl? Who was um, Wes's uh, girlfriend's friend? What was her name? Oh, you know what? I know her Instagram handle. Oh, that's right. You got her Instagram handle. Very I'm, nice. I'm, I'm pulling it up now. But but while we're talking about it, yeah, I'm very disappointed with the lady turnout at this year's draft. Um, you, that I was going to say the same thing. I I don't know if that's us. Or it's the commission's fault, but I know it's a lot easier just to blame the commission. So what the hell, man? We need ladies. Yeah, I mean, there was one. I assumed all the other ladies there had boyfriends. Um, I think this girl was single, and I gotta tell you, every time I turned around, another guy was like hitting on her. I mean, yeah. I saw Paul was trying to get in it hard all night. Um, uh, Xander, I saw Xander giving her little winks and smiles. Um, even Hogan was trying to grind up on her. Well, uh, when, you know, you know, Lucian. When Doug's around, Doug's around, and uh, <laughs> you know, every, everybody deserves a chance, I suppose. That's true. Uh, when I saw everyone around, I was just like, "All right, I'm backing off. You guys do what you want. I'm focusing <laughs> on my draft." <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Well, well, Lucian, let me let me get into the next segment here. Uh, what? Who do you have as the biggest head scratcher of the draft? Okay, head scratcher. Let me pull this up. Now, uh, it's got to be – I'm looking at the first round right now, um, and Aldo taking Bell. Um, I understand Bell is like a first uh, two-pick guy, but he has to have known that there was some question marks with Bell. I mean, two months ago I was hearing that Bell might sit out some of the season, if not most of the season. Uh, I'm assuming he heard the same thing, so I would have thought he would have picked up John Connor. What's his name? John yeah. Connor. Yeah. yeah, John Connor. Uh, um, I, I, James I know, Connor. I know James you're. Oh, well, I know you're well well aware of uh, Mr. Connor. I am. I was so surprised. I picked him up in the twelfth round. I thought for sure you would have picked him up, but he took a kicker and a defense before he even took uh, James Connor. I don't know what he was thinking. Crazy. Very yeah. crazy. What about you? Anything that surprised you in the first few rounds? Well, not to keep harping on Aldo, but uh, taking a kicker in the not. The fifth round, but the sixth round was uh, a bit interesting to me. You know, I mean, I love a good kicking game, but I feel like there uh, was not a lot of value there. Uh, I believe that was in the eighth round, but but still pretty early. I mean, uh, I'm not sure if he had all his positions filled before he took a kicker. That's true. Um, That's true. Another thing that surprised me, uh, Paul taking Juju Smith-Schuster in the third round as his wide receiver one. I mean, you had Larry Fitzgerald, you had Jarvis Landry, Mike Evans, Demarius Thomas, Golden Tate, Doug Baldwin, all still on the board, and he decided to go with Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, what do you think he was thinking there? Man, I think I'd rather have Josh Gordon than Juju Smith-Schuster. What this is he's got he higher upside. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it's it's, and he could have had him two rounds later. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then his next two wide receivers he picked, Marquise Goodwin and Will Fuller, both scored goose eggs this first week. <laughs> There's a reason he's 0-1, Lucian. <laughs> All 
I know, I know. I mean, Mr. Cam Newton in the first round himself. Exactly, exactly. Hey, at least Deshaun Watson had a good game. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. He was the second quarterback off the board. I mean, what was his sample size last year, like four games? He was you know, great for like four games. I got to say, it was really interesting watching the draft um, progress. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have a quarterback go until the third round. And we're a six-point-per-touchdown league. That's, That's insane. True. But Rodgers fell a lot further than I thought. It's it's really crazy. I mean, really crazy. I think I, everyone's I, listening to the zero cube zero QB uh, people spouting on Twitter. That's hey. I mean, I'm not complaining. I got Ben Roethlisberger when I wanted him, <laughs> <laughs> who did not have the greatest game. But um, well, you know we'll what? Get to, we'll get to that later in our recap. Okay. Okay. Um, but, you know, what? it makes sense to take quarterback late. Just look at people undrafted like Mahomes, like Ryan Fitzpatrick. You can find these guys in the last round and get good production from them. So I think it's, I think it's a smart move to wait on your quarterback. I mean, I did. I waited for Andrew Luck. Um, I thought he had high upside. It took him a little bit late. Um, and so far I've been pretty happy with him. Yeah, I, I think that was a, uh, a good move. Um, something else interesting that I noticed, the top four scoring teams in the league this week, uh, it was Chad, Scott, myself, and Miner. We all picked back-to-back in the middle of the draft. So this is telling me that there must be some advantage to drafting in the middle this year because we, our players just scored a lot of points. Now, do you think that's because the people on the edges have to reach for players because there's so many picks in between them? You know, I think that's a good point. Um, I, you know, I've always said I don't want to be early in the draft because I don't want that. I, I, I think I feel like you draft, then you wait forever, it seems like, before mm-hmm. you get to take another pick. Now, if you're on the other end, like let's say you're picked 12 through 14, I find you can get two decent but not great players. So I think really the middle is the sweet spot where you yeah. get you get an elite player, and then you get to back it up with a with another at least at the very least solid player. So yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I think the middle is where you want to be. And uh, it's surprising because when I was mock drafting, the middle was kind of I wasn't I was getting players that were good, but I wasn't so high on. But it ended up turning out nice. Now you said uh, picks 12 through 14 um, are good picks. Now that's Brad, Eric, that's yourself, Eric, and Hogan. Out of those three, Eric's the only one who won week one. Um, Hogan actually is last in the league, I believe, in points scored with like 77 point something. You know, I think uh, Hogan could definitely be discounted considering the man took Carson Wentz in the fifth round, a quarterback yeah. who's not even starting. And He's may not, not even start. He, he might not start until week five, week six. Yeah. I mean, and even then, you're, you could have had a quarterback. I mean, the man could have had Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. He could have. I mean, he could have taken someone late. And I think he knew that Carson Wentz wasn't going to play because he picked up Foles later, which, I mean, I don't know. Taking a backup quarterback as your as your uh, backup quarterback when there's already other uh, real starting quarterbacks out there, I thought it was a bold move, um, and I'm not sure it paid off for him this week. Well, as an aside, Nick Foles did not even have a sticky to put up on the draft. The man had to hand right in <laughs> Nick folds onto the draft board. I mean, that's, that's how crazy this whole thing is. Yeah, it, yeah. It, and 
I can't believe so, it. Not, uh, so, just, so getting getting back to to you, I mean, to be fair, you know, Eric, uh, he, he's going to have some trouble with his third round draft pick, Doug Baldwin. But, that's true. But I, I mean, you got to be honest with Eric. He's a two time champ in the league. I, I think uh, I think there's a reason that that's happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember I just remember that one year when he just took everyone for their top players and just he. Uh, he amassed like this all uh, all star team the year he won his second uh, championship. Well, Lucian, you know it's like Star Wars. Some of us root for the rebels, but the smart ones root for the Empire. And uh, <laughs> I gotta hand it to Eric, the man assembled quite an arsenal. But wait, doesn't the Empire always lose though? Ah, well, <laughs> um, they're still going. Who knows who's gonna win the final Star Wars? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as they keep making money, they'll keep going. Anyway, um, that was Brad and Lucian on film. <laughs> uh, one more thing, quick thing about Hogan. He took two players that aren't even on teams right now, Jeremy Matson and Des Bryant. Um, is, usually you want to do some high upside players, high risk players, but taking that many risks in the draft, that was a lot of risks. I mean, at least he took a defense in the eighth round. You know, it's very, very mm-hmm. smart. Uh, I mean, the man gla- drafted LeGarrette Blunt. The man drafted Des Bryant. The man drafted two quarterbacks on the same team. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, and I didn't even know Jeremy Macklin I was still even considering playing football. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea. Um, another crazy move. You talk about defense in the, what was it, sixth, eighth round? Uh, Miner, Miner yeah. took the first defense off the board. He took the Chargers in the sixth round. What was he thinking? I, I'm confused by that. That that's that's a mind boggler to me. I, I, I mean, think I think Miner's really going to struggle down the stretch, considering he he uh, doesn't have a lot of depth. I mean, I'll, I'll give him a lot of a lot of props for Nick Chubb. I think he's going to be a beast. And, and Quincy Nunwa, we saw what he did on Monday Night Football last night. But but I, he's going to struggle. I mean, he doesn't have that many elite players. Yeah, and Chubb is only backup running back. And it's the same player as Carlos Hyde. So he has two running backs on the same team. Uh, but he does have Barkley, so that's that's something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Quentin Inman, like I said. I, I'm a uh, believer. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I should have picked him up. He was one of my guys, but... Uh, the way my draft broke, I just didn't need another quarter or another wide receiver at that time. Mm, mm. Uh, so is there anything glaring, anything else we need to talk about in this draft uh, right now? Any head scratchers? Uh, no, but hindsight's going to be twenty twenty. I mean, I, I think the uh, Matthew Stafford by Chad pick is clearly uh, clear, clearly poor. Um, I mean, Stafford's good. He always finishes top ten. I just think last week it was just a really bad week for him. And, uh, you know, we'll get to that in our recap. But, mm-hmm. you know, other than that, I think we, we've hit most of them. Okay, perfect. Uh, can I just say again how happy I am I got James Conner? It's just <laughs> – it's my lottery ticket. I punched my lottery ticket there in the 13th or 12th round whenever I got him. It was, it was great. Well, just to let everybody, uh, all of our listeners know, Lucian and I played this week, and uh, I suffered the brunt of this James <laughs> Conner pickup. But yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll definitely have more on that later in this podcast. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. Um, now, just to finish off the draft recap, I just want to go over some of the best and worst draft grades. 
Uh, who are your top three uh, best drafts and who are your bottom three worst drafts? Okay. Well, I definitely, definitely got to say, I think uh, Petey had a very strong draft. Uh, not. <laughs> no. Man, it's really tough because hindsight's twenty twenty. If Greg Olson was still healthy, I think yeah. I'd give Petey, uh, Petey definitely an A, but Greg Olson out now, that's tough. Um, he, he picked Alfred Morris as his second QB. Yeah. The guy who just true. joined the team like a week ago. That's true. That's true. I actually think Scotty had a very strong draft. I know he uh, underperformed a bit week one, but, I mean, you got Alvin Kamara. You got Joe Mixon, who I wait, think wait, is going to be wait. solid. Did you say Scotty underperformed week one? He was the second highest scoring team in the league. Well, I'm aware. I'm aware. But I think he underperformed <laughs> considering how great his draft was. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, Jarvis Landry, Tom Brady. I mean, those are studs. They're yeah. all studs. I mean, he's yeah. got a his tight end Kyle Rudolph, another stud, who he took who only had like later. one catch, one catch for one touchdown left this week. He's got the Vikings defense, Stephen Gostkowski. I mean, the man's going to be a force. It's just going to be a force this year. But can we say that he had a good draft when he left halfway through, and half of his players were drafted by someone else? Hey, strategy is going to work how it's going to work. For those of you <laughs> that, that you don't know, you do get auto drafted if you're not at the draft, or That's you. True leave early and uh the man uh man didn't have his priorities right this year but i i i still gotta say i give him an a okay uh so uh so your first two are pd and scott who would be your third uh topic number uh number three you know i gotta go with robbie i just Bobby. like what i really like what he did mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette. we got freeman we got thomas I mean, it's it's just a solid team, and I and I think uh, you know it's going to be tough for him to repeat, of course, and uh, mm-hmm. I I don't really see it happening, but his team's definitely up there. How about yeah. you? Who's your um, top three? Uh, I definitely say Scotty had a really good draft. Um, Chad would be my second, um, and you know Chad's and he's he's done all right the last few years. Uh, he always, he's always in that playoff hunt. Uh, I think the players he got are really good. Um, I like the David Johnson. Um, Royce Freeman, I think, is going to be great. Um, I know this one week wasn't super great because, uh, well, I'll get into that later, but and then you got Jamal Williams, Rashad Penny. Austin Eckler was a great pick late. Uh, and then George Kittle, I think, was just a steal where he got him. Uh, Kittle, Kittles and Vicks, as we call him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to have a huge year. Yeah, no, uh, and then, I'm with you. And then... Uh, not to toot my own horn, but uh, I got to pick myself, man. I, I really liked my draft. <laughs> wow, and, uh, wow, okay. okay. <laughs> there was one pick, the Ronald Jones pick. Um, you know, I just – I had to get a rookie. I had to get a rookie running back because they all, last year they broke out. Like so many of them broke out. I wanted to get a piece of that. But then I found out he was third string. He didn't even suit up for the game. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to cut him and, and save myself a headache. Well, you know what? I think Ronald Jones will be great later in the year, and uh, it's pretty hard to give up a bench spot for a guy like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a few weeks before anyone might pick him up. So. Absolutely. Uh, so, real fast, let's just go through the losers. Um, I would definitely say Hogan's team is pretty weak. Um, one of the weakest, I think. I think Paul is another weak team. And then um, and then i got to go with with Aldo, just because... Really? Really? Okay. 
just because of uh, the Ingram drop. I mean, we'll get into that later, but he dropped a player that he picked up in the sixth round. And he crazy. A blocking tight end, but uh, oh, totally crazy. Um, and, then, and then not handcuffing in Bell, I think that was super big, uh, super big mistake. And then two quarterbacks, two quarterbacks, and you take two tight ends. He could have used those spots on extra wide receivers and running backs, and I think it's going to hurt him. You know, it's uh, it's as the season goes on that these idiot moves you make in the draft really come to bite you in the ass, and uh, I look forward to seeing it happen. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, uh, you got you have a uh, bottom three list. Bottom three drafts. Well, obviously I'm with you on Hogan. You know that's uh, sorry Hogan. That's just unfortunate. Hogan, we love you. Uh, go Raiders. We'll say it, but man, I said this before. I think him helping out Eric with his draft really uh, was a, was a detriment to his team because he, you know, Eric, you should be thanking him really because Hogan was still yeah. on it. All the draft. I mean, I had Brad helping me out last year, uh, and Clayton helped me out, and then they got another third person when those two couldn't do it. And by the end of the draft, people were so drunk, and I couldn't even get my picks in. But Hogan was with you to the very end, and uh, and I think I think it ended up hurting him honestly. Yeah, yeah, Eric. I I I got to say though, it's like how we uh, when Hogan won, we we really give all the credit to Nolan, who actually drafted the team. <laughs> So Eric, if you win this year, I believe actually Hogan is the champion. So uh yeah. things to consider. Things to consider. Hogan Hogan did a fantastic job of the draft. He might have been the draft MVP. <laughs> yeah, for Eric. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh All right. so that's my first one. I guess I, I'll I'll throw out one more uh draft loser, I suppose. And I'm with you on Aldo. Just yeah. Le'Veon Bell, man. I mean it's tough. Just tough. We'll we'll see him in week eleven when you're going to probably be one in ten. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be interesting to see what you do with him. Man, I don't even think he comes back to the team. Honestly, I think they trade him. Ah, they could just rescind the franchise offer, and at that point, he's a free agent. So he'll go somewhere. Would he be a free but... agent though? I thought if he doesn't play this year, then he gets franchised next year. That's oh yeah, why he has he did, to come yeah, you're right. 11. You're right. He he does not accrue the extra year in the league, so therefore he once again is could be franchised. Mm-hmm. So, so I I don't think he's going to stay with his team. I mean, I just saw him what on TMZ. He was partying down in Miami. I mean, hey, this guy just does not care right now. He just wants to get paid. Lucian, I got 13 million reasons why he's coming back to the team this year. <laughs> 13 million of them. Yeah, he's got what? How much money was guaranteed to? Uh, the girly, 45, 50, something like that. It's got to be tough for him because it seems like a lot of players got paid this offseason. I mean, we got Todd Gurley. We got every single other player on the Rams that they somehow don't even have a salary cap. We, and they're I trying mean, to sign Mac. Can you believe that? I mean, we had Kirk Cousins. Oh, the Mac thing's crazy. That's crazy. They were going to give oh. him a one and a third, pay him for one year and let him go. That just tells me they're all in for this year. They're That's trying insane. to win the Super Bowl. Hey, if they want it. They want to sit. They want to mark their territory in L.A. I mean, they got competition with the Chargers. Not really, but I mean, <laughs> there is another team. Um, getting back to it, yeah, Kirk Cousins. We had Kirk Cousins get paid on my beloved Vikings. Go mm-hmm. Vikings, skull! And uh, we had Aaron Rodgers get the biggest contract in the history of professional football. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, David Johnson signed for actually a pretty team-friendly contract, which surprised many people. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up the draft. Um, it was it was an entertaining time. Um, just next year, we need better food, Wes. We need more girls. And also, you shouldn't kick me out of your flip cup tournament because I could have won your team the victory. <laughs> I, I suppose my draft takeaway is to, to sum it all up is, Hogan, you're a champ for drinking double for Eric. Not only did you draft uh, two teams, <laughs> you drank for two teams. I mean, that's that's an A+. Plus. Uh, I suppose my other draft takeaway is, God damn it, where were all the ladies? Come on. <laughs> we got to get on this as a league. Let's put in some more effort. Let's make it better next year. Yes, everyone. You can't show up to the draft unless you bring three families with you. I I I say five, but uh, five? okay, oh. fine, fine. We can start. We can start with three. Got to get on that bumble. Mm. <laughs> oh, you know about that bumble, huh? Oh yeah, I'm hearing you're getting numbers left and right on that thing. Hey man, a gentleman never tells. You're you're quite the mover and shaker, which brings us into our next segment: movers and shakers. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've been prepping for the last five minutes for this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're just going to talk about some of the waiver wire pickups and the drops leading up to the first week. Um, I think there's one glaring thing we need to talk about, and I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, well, I, I can guess. I mean, we can talk about my trip to Vegas, but uh, I don't think it's about that. <laughs> it's not about that. <laughs> this is about the dropping of Evan Ingram. Oh, <laughs> it, it's already yeah. infamous. It's infamous. What? What was? What do you think was going through his mind? Uh, well, I not a lot. Clearly, clearly <laughs> not a lot. Because <laughs> not only did he drop uh, Ingram, he dropped Ebron as well. Two tight ends that he drafted again, which he could have drafted a wide receiver or a running back at this position. Uh, exactly. But he, he dropped them for an overhyped. Um, tight end for the Seahawks in Nick Vanette. The guy who wasn't even the top scoring uh, white, uh, t- tight end on the team the first week. It's it's really crazy when you think about it, Lucian. It's it's almost unforgivable. You know, I think actually our commish, our our great Kim Jong West needs to put <laughs> yeah. him in a little bit of timeout for that. Yeah. For that, I, I think any trade the man makes for the rest of the season clearly must be scrutinized. Because the man's off his rocker. <laughs> he definitely is. Um, to put it lightly, to put it lightly. <laughs> he no offense, Aldo, no offense. Yeah, no offense, Aldo. Um, I'm sure you'll pick things up. Uh, we just got to know. Maybe you got to tell us what, what was going through your mind with that pick because we, we're really stumped with that. Uh, okay, um, moving on. Let's see. Uh, we had, let's see, Robbie dropped Christian Kirk to add Alex Smith. Uh, I guess he needed <clears throat> some more security at uh, quarterback. Well, you know, I actually think Alex Smith could be pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, he was an MVP candidate last he, year. He's, he's certainly solid, and I trust him. And I, I with, with especially within that Redskins offense, I think the uh, the offensive mind in Gruden, of course, is in Washington. And uh, from this point on, I want to be clear, I'm more than happy to use the Redskins uh, name. Uh, I know really? there's a lot of controversy about it, but that's the name of the team, and I respect that. 
Anyway, as hats do, I take I take very I'm very offended by that. Well, I'm actually part Cherokee, so oh uh, yeah, you and everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's not get into politics. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, um, <laughs> no, I think Alex Smith's going to be solid, though. I think uh, I think he's not a bad man to have on your roster, mm-hmm. come especially playoff season, because I really think he's a winner. He takes teams to the playoffs. He's proven it. He was yeah. a number one number one <laughs> overall pick for a reason. I thought I thought he was going to do good this year. Uh, he went undrafted, but Robbie saw that and picked him up. Thought it was a good move. Yeah. Um, now we got Miner here. He dropped Cole Beasley and Adam Adam Vinatieri. So obviously he needs a kicker, but he ended up dropping the number one wide receiver for the Cowboys, which isn't saying much. And he's not technically the one wide receiver, but he got the most targets the first week. So uh, I'm expecting someone to pick him up. If not this week, then maybe next week after he goes again for more yards than Alan Hearns or Michael Gallup. So, well, you know, I call Cole Beasley fantasy herpes because pretty much <laughs> once one of us has it, we all got it. So by yeah. the end of the season, Cole Beasley's going to be on a minimum of six rosters. Minimum. <laughs> We're all going to catch the Beasles, huh? Oh, when one of us has it, we all have it. We're a fantasy football league. Um, let's see. I made a few moves in the uh, off season. When I knew Bell wasn't coming back, I picked up Jalen Samuels. Um, he was, the only reason I did this was because he was listed as a tight end. And if you can get a starting running back as your tight end, that would be amazing. Um, but then the NFL changed him to a running back, and I didn't really see a uh, reason to keep him, so I dropped him. Okay. Um, I also dropped the Cardinals defense to pick up Anthony Miller because this guy balled out in preseason, and if he had a big week one, I just knew he was going to be hot way for wire, so I had to pick him up. Um, okay. Ended up dropping him before the first week um, because I saw Ingram on the board, and I was like, i got to get this guy. Um, and I did. I picked him up. I picked up Ingram. I spent 25% of my uh, my waiver wire budget, and I thought it was justified. I mean, he was a top five uh, tight end last year. Uh, they have a ton of targets. They can spread the ball around. He's very athletic. And I just think that tight end is a position that's going to be hurting people all year, and I see him as a great trade value. So that's why I paid what I paid and picked him up. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, with with how our bench spots are, and so few of them, it's, it, you have to decide very carefully who you think is going to have a lot of value. And, Lucian, i got to hand it to you. It's, it's worth carrying a guy like that. He's going to get at least six, seven touchdowns at a minimum, in my opinion, so it's uh, quite embarrassing that Aldo just let a guy like that go. And don't be fooled by the box score week one. Uh, he had a gr- <laughs> hold on, hold on, Lucian. You can't be chilling for your players, but I respect it. <laughs> he had a great, a great catch um, that was called back. And, uh, yeah, anyways, I'm very happy about that. Anyone who's looking for a uh, tight end, you Delaney Walker <laughs> owner, <laughs> you Craig Olsen owner. Well, you know, uh, I know you know. Hey, hey. Well, Lucian, you know, <laughs> we can keep tuning your horn, but i got to cut you off at some point. <laughs> okay. Well, i got to say, I think I think the most fun pickup I saw is, uh, and this is going to the Aaron Rodgers game from this weekend, oh. is Aaron Rodgers goes down. And what's Panic, the immediate, what, what is the immediate reaction from Wes Miller? Well, Panic. Panic. Who's, no, who's the best quarterback available? So you know what the man did? He immediately went out, picked up, Derek Carr. Now, I don't think Derek Carr necessarily will be even a top 10 to 15 quarterback this year. Let's go. No, let's say no. it. He won't even be top 15. But Definitely not. the foresight to just immediately go out, take up a new quarterback, 
because you always got to have an option. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty impressive. It was it was quick thinking. Um, he did have to drop Geronimo Allison, which ended up breaking out this week, and I think it's going to be a huge part of that um, Packers offense. So I'm looking for West to maybe try to pick him back up for free later on. Uh, maybe as the waivers go through, or okay. someone else to pick him up. Uh, I think he might after. I think he might go for Mahomes um, this week too, because Mahomes balled out as well. Mahomes. We can save that. We can save that for our prediction section. Okay. All right. Well, um, why, why don't we get to that then? Let's move okay. on to uh, the week one recap. All right, week one recap. Talk about games, surprise winners and surprise losers. <laughs> well, you can start with me. Very surprised loser. <laughs> um, you you know, projected the win. I know my team's very solid. Um, I made a trade already because you, you got to you got to panic early and often. But um, <laughs> you know, it's I, I really don't see my team as a loser this week. Uh, I think we got a lot of build on. We got Tariq Cohen, you know, who's going to break out. Who I have a as a top fifteen running back this year. Um, I, now, I'm now, not too worried. I'm not too worried, Lucian. Yeah. I will say one thing though. I did text you uh, probably around noon on Sunday after the game kicked off at 10, begging yeah. for mercy. You are a dick. <laughs> I, hey, called uncle, I called Uncle two hours in. What did you want me to do? Take my players out of the lineup? Yeah, that would have been a I nice do? gesture. It would have been a very nice gesture. Hey, man. For those, of, for those of you that don't know, Lucian and I didn't even have it a battle. We had a slaughter. And uh, <laughs> I, I unfortunately was on the losing end of that. <laughs> Hey, you started off strong. You had Julio for 25 points. You were feeling good going into Saturday. And oh, I, I was a huge favorite going into Saturday, Sunday, or I suppose Sunday morning. And yeah. <laughs> whoo, let's just say, <laughs> that did not work out. <laughs> uh, that's all right. You know, it's the first game. You're getting, you're working the kinks out. You'll, you'll get back on track. Well, I already made a panic trade, so need, yeah. need to do that. <laughs> I can't have these losers on my team, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a second. Um, some of the other games. Uh, any big upsets for you this week? Uh, let me come back to you on that one sec. I just lost my internet connection. <laughs> no problem. I'm actually uh, surprised that West lost. Uh, this week, as you know, I re- I released my pre um, week one power rankings and I put West at the top, or at least uh, second to the top. Um, he lost to Peters. He just seems to always win when people score their least amount of points. How does he do it? Is he some kind of magician? Is he sacrificing goats to the devil? I don't understand. How does this happen? <laughs> I think he's drinking a lot of beer. I think. Uh... <laughs> He's really putting his ass on the couch, and he's drinking a lot of beer and just uh, trying to figure it out. <laughs> but, how, I mean, you remember last year, right? Every time – it's the only reason he got to the to the finals is that everyone scored the lowest amount of points that year against his team. I mean, he was working with nothing last year. That's true. That's true. But I think that's the mark of a great owner. You know, yeah. you're – you, you make the bed you sleep in, but uh, you get to bring the ladies home, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Not really, but I think, he's, I think he's just one lucky SOB. Okay, okay. Well, you know, we can debate that. Uh, we can debate that one later. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, let's see. Eric beats Aldo. 
Uh, Aldo scored more points than I thought he was going to score with Bell being out, to be honest. You know, i got to hand it to Aldo uh, with his shit lineup. He actually did okay. Um, yeah. The, the man, the man uh, performed. He he rallied the troops. He really he rallied the troops. Yeah, yeah, very impressive. Uh, even though he lost, but it's again, it's only the first week. Another hey. big surprise for me. Oh, sorry. Let, let me ask you this, Lucian. Let me ask you okay. this. So, what is a respectable loss? If you put up one twenty and you lose, is that a respectable loss? Of course. If you score a lot of points and you lose, it's totally respectable because. You're still in the running for most points at the end of the season. Um, and it just means that you didn't do anything wrong. It's just that your opponent, you know, they got lucky and they scored a little bit more. Okay. So if you put up 100 points, is that an unlucky loss? Um, I think it depends on how much your opponent scores. I think if you get over 100, you're doing pretty well. I think under 100, um, you got, you've got some problems, I think. Okay, well, that's, you were, you that, that's, just, that's just like your opinion, man. That's just, that's just your opinion. Okay, well, I was hoping you were going to say 98.65 points is respectable. 98.6, isn't that, the, isn't that the, the the temperature inside your mouth? 98.65? Is that what you were going for? I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> a big, a big surprise. Yeah, ninety-eight degrees. That was a band, right? No, ninety-eight degrees. degrees is the band. I mean. oh. I remember, ninety-eight point six degrees inside a winter fresh mouth. Hey, I was a backstreet. I was a backstreet boy. So uh, you know what? That's I wanted exactly that. Right. I, I wanted it that way. I wanted it that way. <laughs> And why you wanted that, I was just, my team was in sync and just saying bye-bye-bye to you. Aloha, Mora. <laughs> you have brown hair. Why? Why I never? <laughs> Inside joke, nobody gets this except for us. <laughs> um, another Did you know Mishra was a filmmaker at one point? Anyway. <laughs> hey, I still make films. No, 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 no. I mean, he and I were filmmakers at one point. Oh, yes. And we made a lot of films and... Brad's bro- brother Greg deleted them. Oh. I was so mad. We we so actually mad. invented the, um, you know, when you jump, let's say somebody jumps off a building and then immediately like gets sucked back up in reverse. We invented <laughs> that. That was so. <laughs> we we invented playing clips in reverse. You mean <laughs> the option that they gave you in no. the movie? Yeah, we invented it. We were the first to do it. <laughs> well, maybe the first on the block. We we prevented people from jumping off buildings, so yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was us. <laughs> All right. Okay. Randy, anyway, get back in. Let's get back to fantasy football here. Um, now, I was really surprised by Robbie's team. I projected them to be a really heavy hitter, and his players, man, they just failed him this week. He only scored 80 points. Wow. That's very disappointing from the defending champ, but not really that unexpected. You know, I, I said that Robbie had a great draft, and I believe he did, but, mm-hmm. man, you got to coach him up, buddy. That's disappointing. I mean, uh, Matt Ryan, Devontae Freeman, that Thursday night game, they just got completely held up. Um, Leonard Fournette went out with an injury. We don't know how long he's going to be out. Uh, if only he had TJ Yeldon, he could weather the storm, but I don't know now. I mean that that was that was a huge injury for him. Seeing Leonard Fournette go down was, uh, you know, you you never want to see it. You never want to root for injuries. But Robbie, you deserve it. So. 
I mean, he had to know. I mean, everyone knew that Leonard Fournette has he's injury prone, you know, and you got to handcuff people who are injury prone, even if it's totally is totally the start is. of the draft, even the start of the season. Um, we'll, get, we'll get we'll get to the trade I made later, but uh, you were yeah. kind of making that point. Um, Chris Hogan, uh, high draft pick, only scored one point six points this week. Uh, now I, Hogan, it was a down game. I think he's going to have a bounce back game, but I think it's going to be in four weeks when Edelman comes back. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not too worried about Hogan. I think uh, he's a great guy to have on your team. He's definitely should be on someone's roster. But yeah, yeah. But I think he should be on. I, the I, I don't know. I think I'd want him at best is a wide receiver three. Uh, yeah, I can see that. And I mean, he's going to start him next week. He has to start him. But Philip Dorsett scored the most of any wide receiver on that team. Um, who was another dropped by, uh, I don't know who, was it Miner dropped him? Someone dropped him. Um, and, yeah, I think he's going to be good, but I think he's got to have other options. And lucky for him, he picked up Kenny Galladay late, who just broke out for uh, for the Lions. The Galladay holiday. <laughs> See, I was waiting for Galladay to break out all last year, and every single week he just disappointed me. So I guess I, just, I, was, I was a year uh, too early on him, I guess. Well, Rolls Royces, I mean, when you had uh, Tyreek Kill the week you had, it's it's hard to it's hard to win when you Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When a man gets forty four point six zero points against you. Tyreek Hill, that guy is just a beast. Man, uh, I don't know what to say. He just beats everyone. He and he does it with limited snaps too. You think it's not sustainable, but every week he sustains it. It's just amazing every, to me. Let me put it this way. I didn't watch a single second of that game, but every time I looked to my left and that T V was on I thought Tyreek Hill run into the end zone. It, I thought it was a replay. It just kept <laughs> no. happening. It just it kept, kept happening. happening. I mean, uh, incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. Chad, we're, I, I'm giving you a high five right now. How about Randall Cobb? How about Randall Cobb and Chad? My goodness. I mean, the man just – I mean, he survived Matthew Stafford. He survived him. Yeah, 75-yard touchdown. Just a couple weeks ago, Packers are talking about trading Randall Cobb. Beat Riders are talking about he might not even make the roster. And he goes out and puts up 27 uh, points. It's just amazing it's, to me. It's, it's impressive stuff. And, you know, uh, Chad might be playing 4D chess while we're playing checkers. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing Chinese checkers. <laughs> it's checkers, you're me, but it's more You're me both, buddy. You're me both. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Wes's team. Or not Wes's, but Wes's stepfather, Hogan. Uh, he scored, just to put this in perspective, he scored half as many points as my team scored this week. Less, He scored less than half. Less than half? Less than half. Wow. Only 77.85 points from Hogan. That, he can't be feeling good about that. I mean, his running back, his number one or number two running back, scored negative .3 points. Man, he lost to a team called I Doiled Myself. I mean, <laughs> my God. That's, that's embarrassing. embarrassing enough. That's yeah. very embarrassing. So the the, the one halftime champion uh, <laughs> named Hogan, considering, obviously, we all know uh, no one truly won the championship. Anyway, yes, yes. I'm in the main starting Sammy Watkins. What do we really expect? Yeah, I mean, I was high on Sammy Watkins for a long time, but then when I saw him in preseason, he just wasn't doing much for that offense, so... Um, he made up for it with Ted Ginn. That was a nice late-round pick. Scored 17 points, almost 18. Um, 
But he had he has way too many uh, eagles on your team. If you want to have a starting roster or a winning roster, you have to diversify. You can't get a bunch of players from the same team because it just limits how many points you can score each week. Would you agree with that? Well, I think you can definitely put together a QB and a wide receiver, or a QB and a uh, kicker if you're in a high scoring offense. But uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty tough what Hogan's attempting, and I don't see it working out. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got to make some rosters, I think, if he wants to survive in this league. Hogan, give me a call, buddy. Let's make some trades. <laughs> me too, Hogan. Um, I say this all with respect. I love you. So uh, I'm here if you need to trade, you know. I'm here to help. Interested in Dalvin, AJ. Other than that, I don't know, man. That team ain't great. <laughs> yeah, Dalvin, AJ. Um, yeah, that's about it right now. Um, yeah, I- what about any other teams? How about uh, how about your brother, Scotty Tuhati? Well, I got a hand it to Scotty. The man's out on tour with his band right now, and yes, uh, you know, West Pieces Bed put up one hundred fifty-five point <laughs> four five points against uh, Xander, Mister Kazanti. That's rock star numbers right there. Hey, that's rock and roll. You know what's crazy? He got um, Kamara and and Mixon in the same in the first two rounds. And I was mocking a lot, and a lot of times I was getting uh, – it was Kamara, not Kamara. I was getting Kamara and Mixon a lot of my drafts, but he took it. He took him one pick ahead of me, and uh, <laughs> I would be mad, except I got James Conner later, so it's all working Ooh. out. Well, you know, anytime you have Tom Brady on your team, I'm pretty sure you're going to make the playoffs. There's not a more consistent yeah, yeah. fantasy footballer. I, hey, I love Tommy. Let's have some avocado smoothies. Let's do this thing. <laughs> I, I had Tom last year. I made a trade for Tom, and yes, he was great all season. But the thing about Tom Brady is, when he gets into the playoffs, fantasy playoffs, he sucks. I don't know if it's because <laughs> the Patriots don't want to like wear him out before the actual playoffs, but he lost me um, my playoffs. He sucked it up. So my advice to Scotty is, do not start Tom Brady in the playoffs if you make it. Yeah, that's Scotty. Gesture. You better trade him now. Trade him now for Penny. Trade him. <laughs> but at least pick up another quarterback. Do not start him because you. Or maybe do start him. If, we're, if you're playing against me, start Tom Brady. Don't don't take my advice and not start him. Start him. <laughs> well, have we missed any matchup solution? Or are we? Uh, oh, I mean, I see PD. Did we PD. hit on that one? Uh, we got we PD got Scotty. Did we hit that one? Uh, we touched on it. But we can go back to that. Okay. It's always yeah. nice when uh, West loses. So let's talk so, about it. Hey, Kamish, uh, very interesting, you know, that uh, you put up 106, very respectable. According to Lucian, if you're putting up over 100, that's respectable. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's not 159.75, but it's all right. Obviously, the Aaron Rodgers scare definitely affected you. Uh, hey, he came back, man. He gave you a chance. He was one touchdown away, one touchdown away. Uh, yeah. But it's very my, – my biggest question is, Chris Carson, really? <laughs> when has the Seattle running back been, uh, you know, anything to write home about? Since, since uh, uh, Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch? Come no, on. since Marshawn. Since Marshawn. <laughs> I was getting to that, Lucian. Okay, okay. I didn't mean to step on your feet there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the, the whole running back situation, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, uh, they say Carson's the, uh, the starter, and he's looking pretty good, but – 7.4 points is not going to get it done. No, that's just simply not going to get it done. And 
I think it's split backfield. I, I think that's going to be a uh, tough one for him. But Wes did make a trade. I he did. Him. He, he did, did make he a did. trade. He did make a trade. And but okay, not not moving on from week uh, week one yet. I got to say, Keenan Allen looked fantastic out there. Looked very very good. <laughs> he did. Uh, Keenan Allen really did look good. good. Um, that whole. Um, you know, the Chargers are always going to look good, especially now. I think they're going to be coming from behind a lot. They're going to be passing a lot, and Phillip Rivers is going to spread it around. I mean, you saw Mike uh, Mike Williams go off. You got Ty, uh, Tyrell Williams. You have uh, Antonio Gates. You have Melvin Gordon who catches it out of the backfield. Austin Eckler who also catches it out of the backfield. There's, um, there's a lot of people to throw to in that offense. You there? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> you were really breaking it down. Uh, someone's watched, watched a lot of Chargers films. I tend to avoid the Chargers because I think they're the play, but I'm impressed, Lucian. <laughs> well, you got to get on top of your game if you want to uh, win games, you know? you got to break down these rosters. Well, I think it's about time we move on to send it rivalries. Yeah, yeah. And new. New and so old send it rivalries. Let me ask you. <clears throat> yes. Who would... Who would you consider to be the biggest rivals in the league? Oh, that's that's tough. I, I haven't been around since the beginning, so I don't know what's been going on before me. Um, I would have to say off the top of my head that it's Wes and it's Eric. These guys are always at each other's throats. Um, they always try to compete and bring it. And you know what? All the trash talking, it's a lot of fun to watch. Can't argue with that. Yeah, what about you? You you've been in this league longer than I have. What do you who are you who are the original rivalries in this league? Well, you know, I think uh that Scotty and West is definitely an up and coming rivalry. Um I know that the there's name. I mean there's three teams in the league that are all about West. It's almost like people are obsessed with that guy. But I mean we got <laughs> we got Fuck you West. We got <laughs> West's stepfather. And then I actually think the most clever is Scotty, hence the biggest rival. West pees his bed. That's got to be the most clever by far. Um, I mean, is it true? Can we confirm this? Does he have firsthand knowledge I, of this? You know, I, I've shared a bed with a man. He didn't pee it. But, <laughs> shared a bed with West. You know, well, well, I mean, come on, that's what bros do. Saturdays <laughs> for the boys, Lucian. Uh, you bro out and pee a bed. No, but he never peed in the bed. He never peed. I mean, he puked, but, you know, he never peed. So I kind of respect him for that. Well, I mean, hey. His name to West Pukes' his bed. Full disclosure, the feeling was mutual. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure that's meant. He did a pee. So yeah. that that name is uh, clearly must be fake news. But I do think it gets under West's skin. Really? It's very Donald Trump-esque. You just throw out some sort of outlandish accusation. And then pe- next thing you know, people are Googling, did West pee his bed? <laughs> That's true. See, I think, I thought West would have fueled off of that. You know, I think it gets him off. Like when people say, oh, West took you for that trade, or oh, West, you're a bad commish. I, I think he likes it. He's like, yes, yes, direct all your anger towards <laughs> me. I feed off of it. Hey, I mean, every league needs a villain. I mean, you got to have true. a villain. And he plays it well. I mean, Hollywood thrives on villains. In fact, I think I'm I'm usually rooting for the villain. So, you know what? I think West is going to be our champion this year. And you know what they say, uh, a hero is only as good as his villain. So, 
It's true. Uh, it's we have true. a great villain. That means we're going to have a great hero. In <laughs> and last uh, year it was no. Robbie. Uh, other rivalries, you know, it seems like Petey is just really looking hard for a rival. Uh, <laughs> but everyone's I, like, Petey, just get out. Get out of here. Everyone's just kind of like, hey, little guy, like, uh, you know, you're not my rival. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think a great rivalry actually in this league is uh, definitely Paul and Eric. Those two, man, yeah. they uh, they get they get it on. Is a good they rivalry. Really get it on. Is a good rivalry when both teams end up winning, um, or is it because it, it can't be lopsided? It can't be one team wins every single year. Uh, do they do they both win a fair amount against each other? Uh, it's pretty fifty-fifty, you know. I, I would say Paul probably has the upper hand in the regular season, um, okay. but playoff time it seems like it's Eric gets the better of him. I mean, does Paul even make the playoffs? <sighs> That's a good question. He had one year that he made the finals. Paul, that yeah. bad, but <laughs> you know, yeah. until you have your name on that title, are you really a fantasy footballer? Uh, keep bringing that up, Mr. <laughs> I won in the 12-team league. Hey, you're being generous. It was 10. 10-team <laughs> league. Oh, my gosh. Okay. A win is a win is a win, Lucian. <laughs> I don't see your name on that trophy. <laughs> yes, yes, not yet. We'll see. Um, you know what? You know what I think? I think we have a bit of a rivalry going on. I don't know if it's because of how it's structured, but every single year we end up playing each other first week. We've played each other a lot in the first year. We've yeah. also played twice in the playoffs, I believe. That's true. Um, and we're, we are we are one and one against each other in the playoffs. Um, the first year you the first year you were in, I oh. did knock you off. No big deal. On my no way to deal. a nice on my way to a nice third place finish. Very respectable. Third place <laughs> is actually the most underrated position to finish in. Uh, people everywhere agree the third place is the best place. But, anyway, getting back to it. I like that you said that because I have finished in third place twice in this league. Yeah, third place is the best place. That's what they say. <laughs> um, I like that. All right. Um, let's get into – let's finish up on Sunday Rivalries. Uh, let's finish up – what's a rivalry you want to see going forward? Like, who do you want to just root for every week to just – or at least going forward, um, taking on each other? Who do you want to see trash talk each other um, – who do you think would be good for this, good entertainment for the league? You know, I actually think, and and, and sorry to bring you into this, Lucian, but I Uh-oh. think a, a Robbie versus Lucian rivalry is Uh-oh. what this league needs. Robbie there, and Lucian. You know, you're both Cardinals fans, and I respect that. But the battle of the two of you, <laughs> it's, it, it's fantastic. It, it's something we need. It's something I mean, we need in this league. We get the two nicest guys in the league. Two chill, two chill guys. There's the chillest guys in the league doing <laughs> battle every Sunday. I, I think that's what this league needs. But yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> it, it would be fun, but Robbie's not really – he's not a trash talker. He's not a – he doesn't communicate much on, on the group meet, so – it would be fun, but he doesn't really interact that much. Hey, we need you to get out there and push his buttons. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will. I will try. Everyone, write me, text me. What are Robbie's buttons? <laughs> and I will press them all. And my Twitter is L at B H S two zero four. So if uh, you want to find me, my, that, um, that's same Instagram as well. Beer, 
BRADS204. And I don't know if I should be giving this out, but you can find me on Twitter at the Three-Eyed Cardinal. The Three-Eyed Cardinal. Well, just Three-Eyed Cardinal, but... Cardinals only have two eyes, but, you know, we'll look past it. (laughs) That's a Game of Thrones reference. Come on, Three-Eyed Raven. We're all looking forward to Season 8. Yes, I cannot wait. One more year. Mm. Um, So, yeah, that would be fun. Uh, For me, I'd like to see... I'd like to see some of the people. I'd like to see. Who would I like to see? I don't know. Paul. I want to see Paul just do anything because Paul is just the worst. I mean, he's a great guy, but in terms of fantasy, he's just he's like Mr. He's like Mr. Magoo out there. I don't know what he's doing. I think the Paul and Hogan rivalry would be awesome because Paul Hogan rivalry would be great. <laughs> Uh, they're too funny. They're they're both funny guys. <laughs> I just think it would be a fun rivalry. I I you know I'll at least say this. Uh, they have been both to a final. Uh, Nolan won the final, of course, for uh, for Hogan. But I, I you know I gotta say that'd be an interesting rivalry. I think. Um, I, I would it, I would it, hate to hear it, that trash talk, Dave. It'd be like the blind leading the blind. I think it's what we need. <laughs> two blind mice out there. Mm. All right, um, that wraps up our week one recap. Uh, we're going to finish off with our week two preview. Uh, now, we both we know we finished week one. We're getting ready for week two. We've got waivers going on tonight as we're recording this Tuesday night. So uh, they're actually going through in about ten minutes. So we're going to see who everyone gets in. Um, and that brings us to our next segment, trades and waiver wire predictions. Now, we have to start off. There's only been one trade in this league so far, and that's between you and Wes. Now everyone knows that when Wes trades someone, Wes always wins the deal, right? Isn't that the isn't that the case here? Well, let me let me preface this trade. So okay. I have some amazing running backs on my bench. I'm good on that front. Okay, you got you have Burkhead and you have uh, Cohen, Tar- right? Tariq Cohen, of course. Tariq. Okay. And I love what I saw from both of them. Okay. And you know what? Christian McCaffrey does not win you a fantasy football championship. See, that is an interesting take. That is very interesting to me that you think that. He will consistently get you 15 points a week. I will not argue that. What what is wrong with that? He will never get you that 40-point week that you need to win a fantasy football championship. Okay. Okay, I can understand that. And you're saying that Keenan Allen will get you those weeks? I think Keenan Allen at least has the potential to do it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Keenan Allen, I'd rather have him come week 16, 17, or excuse me, week 16 for the championship week. I'd rather have Keenan Allen on my roster. Now, uh, we talked about this a little bit before. You're not worried at all that Keenan Allen last year was his first year ever playing 16 games straight. He's been injured every single week, every single season before that. The man has proven that he is capable of weathering a 16-game season. Okay. And I think the Chargers held him out the entirety of the preseason, knowing, hey, let's keep this guy fresh. He's a stud. <clears throat> okay. I can see I that. Pick, I, pick, I, 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 I imagine he will have at least 1,300 yards this season and at least eight touchdowns. And I think that's wide receiver one credentials 
that's not bad. But according to you, he's going to get a lot of those in a couple weeks. It's going to be spread that, out. That, and that's how you win a fantasy football title, Lucian. You need okay. that guy that can explode for you. But you also need consistency. I think I think McCaffrey is very consistent, especially now that Greg Olson is out. Uh, he's going to be getting a lot of those targets that Greg Olson was going to get. And Lucian, let me let me read you some Lucian, statistics. Here. Let Lucian, me read you some statistics. Lucian. Next week he goes up against the Falcons. The Falcons have given up the most uh, uh, most catches to running backs, uh, the second most catches to running backs in the last two years. And they just had uh, Deion Jones and uh, Keanu Neal out for the season. I mean, McCaffrey, McCaffrey's going to eat uh, this week. <coughs> he's going to well, have a huge role. He's going to score a lot of points. Well, can um, we make a bet? I, I will make a bet with you that, that he has under 21 points this week. How about we make a bet that he scores more points than Keenan Allen this week? I think that's fair. Yeah? What's, what's well, the bet? Uh, well, you will be here this week. Yes, I will be there on Sunday watching the game. So everyone, come out. We're going to watch the games together. Okay. So loser, Saturday, and this is a win-win for me. <laughs> oh, great. I'll definitely make that now. <laughs> well, I was going to say loser has to uh, – well, this doesn't work for you. Okay, I got it. You're driving here. So yes. loser has to wash the other guy's car – what? In the front of my house. <laughs> I'm going to wash my own car. With a hose. Loser has to wash the other guy's car with a hose. Oh, that sounds like work. Can I just buy you a beer? <laughs> you buy me a beer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like our bet more. We're going with that. Uh, wait. We're not going to find out till Sunday. I have to leave Monday morning. All right. It's all negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just make a gentleman's bet for now. Yes. It's a gentleman's bet for now. We'll do. Uh, how about the loser has to buy the other one a beer and buy themselves a shot that they have to drink? Oh God! <laughs> We're gonna get crazy. Hey, tonight. this this segment brought to you by Bud Light and also <laughs> Jagermeister. Captain Morgan. Hey, <laughs> Captain's orders. Drink responsibly. <laughs> do not drink and drive, folks. Is a serious <laughs> message. Please drink responsibly. This segment brought to you by. M-A-D-D, Mother Against Drunk Driving. Please do not get out there. Order those Ubers, those Lyfts, and if worst case, call me, and I will probably order you a, or <laughs> an Uber or a Lyft. Such a kind friend. Mm. <laughs> All right, so... Um, I, I, I think like, trade... Hey, hey Lucian, I don't like to use the word here often, but I definitely think it applies to me. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think the trade was was pretty fair. Didn't now didn't something happen after you made that trade with West? Did you get a phone call or something? Oh, I got a text message saying, "God damn it, I should have made that trade." <laughs> you had a text from West saying this. Yeah, well, you know, allegedly, allegedly, of course. And so, what was his excuse? Why did he make this trade then if he didn't like it? Uh, you know what? I actually think he's happy with the trade. I think this is Kamish playing a four D. Chess? Well, I'm playing checkers. I think he uh, he realized that maybe he got a steal. I don't know. I don't know. I think he loves he loves the psychological battles of fantasy football. I see him in group me all the time, trying to spin things, trying to get people to think one way while he's going another way. Uh, I think he he enjoys it. 
Well, I definitely agree with that. And, uh, you know, that's what makes fantasy football fun, though. That, that, that's why we're all here. Yeah, I agree. I think more people need to talk and group me. All you people who are in this league and you're not participating, you're missing out on half the fun. I mean, come on, get with it, guys. Yeah, it's very disappointing when I don't see somebody on group me. I'm just kind of like, hey, I'm calling this guy out, and I get nothing. You know, yeah, I think that yeah. should be a fireball offense. And as long as we're nitpicking things, I hate it when people have names from last year. Like, Paul has a name, Fig Newton. Cam Newton isn't even on his team. I mean, change your team name, man. And everyone who doesn't use an avatar for your team, that's part of the fun, too. You know, you get to make your team logo. You get to represent who you are. Yeah, put everyone some effort in. Put a little Seriously. effort in. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you paid one Litecoin to get into this league. Put a little effort in. Exactly. You know, one Litecoin today <laughs> is worth fifty dollars. Um, you know, they were worth about one hundred and eighty when we bought them. Um, and then a week from now, they'll be worth fifty pesos. Yeah, they might be worth uh, forty-five cents by this league's done. By the time this league's done. So, you know what, Paul? Yeah, Paul. Can we just talk about this, Paul? Ball. You bastard. <laughs> you know what? We give Paul shit for this, but um, Wes was heavily promoting this as well. You have to put that out there. You think so? Well, he it would have gone to a vote if Wes wasn't like, oh, this is a good idea. Let's do it. Well, I will never be one to um, second-guess our commission. Oh, so. but you second-guess him all the time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I love Kim Jong-Wes. <laughs> Kim Jong-Wes? I'm ready for anything. Let's shoot some missiles. Let's do whatever you want. Um, let's, I, you make Just me happy. Hurt him. Just don't you hurt them. Just don't hurt them. You make me happy when these don't guys are not the league. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're almost done. Uh, let's real fast. Wave wire predictions. Who do you think is going to be the most targeted player? And can you see any teams in this league picking up certain players or bidding on certain players? You know, I definitely think uh, Jared Cook's going to be a guy people are going after. Um, that is, that's crazy to me. I mean, he put I, up a great week, but that's oh, crazy to me. I, I've, I've seen that uh, story before, and yeah, me too. I, I, I don't recommend it. <laughs> it was it was game script, man. It was game script. Well, they, they were more than happy to let that big old Jared Cook get his, like, eight to nine yards every carry or every single throw, yeah. and that is fool's gold to me, but... You know what? I hope one of you spends a thousand WAB points on it. <laughs> I hope they do too. And then he fails, and they're so heartbroken. They're like, "All right, I'll trade for Evan Ingram now." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After they already wasted a bunch of their points, I will love that. <laughs> I mean, that's the dream. That's what yeah, we want. Yeah. Uh, some other guys. I think um, Philip Lindsay is definitely a name that's going to be brought up. Um, he he balled out. But interesting note about that game, Royce Freeman, he was the only uh, running back in the league that faced um, a stacked box like that on that many um, on that many snaps. He had he had a wall he had to run through, and he faced it more than any other running back. And so that's why I think that Lindsey was used more in this game because they had to get it outside there to him. Yeah, I think that's true. Um... You know, I think they're really trying to spread the ball around quite a bit more. I think mm-hmm. uh, they're running a lot more three- to five-step drops. And 
they're not necessarily just doing the shotgun. They're they're really trying to roll the offense, roll the offense forward, get the defense off their toes, and I think that's a great way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some quarterbacks, uh, we got Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, Patrick Mahomes, Case Hume, Joe Flacco, Tyrod Taylor, Andy Dalton, all did fairly well this uh, this first week. Um, do you think any of them will be picked up? I can see Patrick right. Mahomes. Mahomes absolutely will. Yeah, um, yeah. It's twelve oh one now, so I can admit it. I bid three. I bid three WAB points on him, and three. Uh, if he gets taken from me, he gets taken from me. I, I'll roll Big Ben, but that's definitely a guy I, I'm hoping I have on my roster. What did you bid, uh, Lucian? I actually did not bid on any players this week. I'm pretty mm. happy with my lineup at the moment, and you know what? I can see which players have been bid on. Patrick Mahomes bid on. Jared Cook has been bid on. Uh, Jakeem Grant, the wide receiver from Miami, has been bid on. Philip Lindsay, of course. Uh, someone wants to pick up Philip Dorsett, Geronimo Allison, Eric Ebron. That's probably, uh, Aldo trying to pick him back up again. Nope. I actually um, put in a bid for Ebron. So okay. We will see. We will see. One, one whack point. <laughs> uh, we got Brandon Marshall. I'm sure Eric's trying to get Brandon Marshall oh, with, Absolutely. Uh, that, that's Baldwin another guy. guy. We, we missed that. That's a guy that definitely should be picked up. Yeah, he's I mean he's an old guy, but he was getting it done more than Lockett out there was. Absolutely. Uh, Anthony Miller is another guy someone wants to take a chance on. Yeah, uh, he didn't yeah. he didn't too too great, but he's a he's a great guy. Uh, uh, Ian, could be a good pickup. Yeah, Ian Thomas, tight end for Carolina. Someone's trying to pick him up. Uh, did, I, I don't even remember. Did he have a good game? I I don't even know him, but uh, I mean I would rather get um, Delaney Walker's replacement in. Uh, in the Titans over this time, uh, I haven't even heard of them. All right, they, they probably want him because they probably want him because Olsen's out. They think that could be Paul then. That it's it's going to go to McCaffrey. Whoever's bidding on him, it's not going to work. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be McCaffrey. <laughs> so those look all to right. be like the only players. Uh, so okay. we'll get to see who picks those up tomorrow. Well. You know what? If if before we end this podcast, we'll recap it if the uh, waivers are finalized. But otherwise, let's move on to the next segment. Yeah. Okay. Team stocks rising and falling. So after the first week, who is a riser and who is a faller in this league? I absolutely think Scotty's the biggest riser. I think he mm-hmm. was incredibly impressive last week with yeah. his uh, and and wait for it, wait for it, uh, probably a hundred and fifty five. Point four five points. That's incredible. That's he's incredible. I, he's the biggest riser. You know, my biggest faller. Oh, you know, not it's got to be, be Robbie for me because I'm not, not a not to keep it harping on it, but to me, it's Hogan West's stepfather. Seventy seven point eight five points, and not loving the roster right now. Might be time he, to make a trade. Yeah, I mean, Lucian, he, Lucian, who who do you have as biggest <clears> riser and faller? Biggest riser, it's got to be Chad. I really didn't think his team was going to be – I mean, it's going to be good, but I didn't think it was going to be that good. Um, him and Miner as well, I think they both scored a lot of points this week. And looking over their team and what they did, um, I think they have a good shot to making the playoffs this year. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, fallers, uh, my faller has got to be – it's got to be Robbie, man. I projected him to be a lot better. He came out, you know – just not looking good this first week. Um, and I I would pick Hogan, but I didn't have him very high on my <laughs> in the first place. 
So he can't really it's, go it's down. It's hard to fall from the bottom. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and on that note, I mean, Aldo did better than I thought, even though he lost. He's the he's the first place loser this week. Okay, okay. You know, I mean, hey, uh, let's just say it. Ninety-eight point six five points. It's respectable. <laughs> that, that's the line. That's fine. If you score that many points according to Lucian, you're respectable. Okay. <laughs> according to you. Um, well, and then let, let's West, get to it. Let's get yeah. to it. Wait, you have one more? Oh, I was going to say West Oh, let's hear it, yeah. That's great, falling in. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> he I, was, I, he, do, I do respect his name, though. Scotty will never own the trophy. I mean. <clears throat> he might be proven wrong this year, though. It's, right. it's interesting. There's a yeah. definite possibility. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us into our last segment. It's the panic mode, early forecast for the toilet bowl winner. Uh, one pick. Who do you think is most likely to win the toilet bowl in our league in the 2018 season? Should we do a top three or should we just do who we have this week right now? Just this week right now, who are you projecting to be the worst team in the league? You know, I think it'd be easy to say Hogan, but I actually do think he uh, he fights. He'll, he'll he battle does. on. He definitely he likes, will battle he makes on. Moves. He makes moves, yeah. Yeah, the man doesn't quit, and I respect the hell out of him for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it to Robbie. You know, I think really? Robbie, uh, I, I said he had a great draft. I know that. But when you're the champion, when you've been on the top of the Sears Tower, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you've seen the mountaintop. You've you seen, you seen the mountains yeah. from the city? <laughs> I'm getting lost in this analogy. <laughs> when you've been on the mountaintop, you got to climb down the mountaintop to the base of the mountain. You go all the way to the bottom. And... Uh, I think that's what Robbie does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, I mean, no, 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 no. Let me let me just say, like, it's just not me. Like, <laughs> I was trying to make that analogy. Like, when you when you've been to the highest high, then you're you you're gonna find the lowest low someday. Okay, okay. And that, that's gonna, the peaks and valleys. The peaks and valleys. Thank you. Um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I'll cut some of that, but some of that was pretty funny. I might keep it in. <laughs> Anyone listening, you're going to hear a cut, and that's because... <laughs> Wait, well, made, I, I'm, made, on, I'm on the FBI most wanted yeah, list now. <laughs> he made a questionable joke. <laughs> um, see, I, I don't know if I agree with you. I think Robbie, he's a shrewd player. I've already tried to hit him up on some of his players who didn't chew too well, and he's like straight up told me, he's like, I'm not one of those guys who just like panics when a player doesn't do well, so... If you want, if you want to target someone like that, you know, uh, target Vander because he panics all the time. Oh, so uh, uh, I think, I think, I think Robbie knows. I think he knows what he's doing. I think he can pull himself out. Okay. It's not, okay. It's not to get in the playoffs. He's, I don't think he can get last place. Um, okay. I'm, okay. I'm reserving last place for the guy who's made the most bizarre moves out of anyone in the league. Um, it's got to go to Aldo. Uh, I don't know if he's like if he's just not paying attention or if he just doesn't care or what, or if he's just getting some bad fantasy advice, but uh, it's, I'm questioning everything he's doing right now. Hey, and, Lucian, uh, Lucian, not to yeah. kiss and tell, but he and I had a, an, a trade last really? night that was offered. Yeah. Can you, can you share what the trade was? Of course. So okay. it was Christian McCaffrey. I still owned him at that point for okay. Le'Veon Bell. Really? Now and, and and so I offered it. 
You you offered that. I offered it. He was you pulling thought, up his, wow. he was pulling up his phone to accept it. Mm-hmm. Pulling it up, he couldn't pull it up fast enough. <laughs> that seems to be a problem with Aldo here. Yeah, Aldo just couldn't get it up fast enough. <laughs> yeah, and then he pulls his phone out. He's looking for the NFL app. He hits the NFL app, and then his phone died. <laughs> his I, phone died. And I so I said, I, I said to myself, that is a sign from the gods, the <laughs> fantasy football gods, that this is a trade I shall not make. No, no, no. I'm so, so happy he didn't make that trade. So what did I do? I canceled <laughs> the trade. <laughs> That was a good call. And so that is the story of how I no longer, or I never got Le'Veon Bell. And what did I do? I immediately traded Christian McCaffrey, shipped his ass out, (laughs) screw that guy. (laughs) Terrible guy. That's a funny story. But now... Stanford isn't sending us their best. But now Aldo's going to think that Bell's worth a Christian McCaffrey. He's never going to trade him away. And sadly, I just—I don't think he's worth it. Honestly, Bell. If he returns, it's going to be week eleven. If he returns early, I think it's going to be for another team, um, which he'll have better value. I feel because if he comes back to the Steelers week eleven, he's not going to play much. He's not going to put that wear and tear on his body. Um, he knows he just has to put minimum effort. He just needs to show up. That's all he needs to do. So his best case scenario is if he gets traded to a different team. I actually am stunned that someone would turn down the 13 million reasons that they should play for a team. But I'm actually with you on that. I don't yeah. think Le'Veon. I don't think Le'Veon even cracks on a per week basis the top 15 receivers. No, excuse me, running backs or receivers. Yeah, anybody. Like he's he's not a, even if you just take the five weeks that he hypothetically plays. On a week-to-week basis, he will not be top 15. Mm-hmm. By the way, he misses week 11 because they have a bye before that. So he'd only play, uh, was it four games, five games? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that one, I mean, he thinks he deserves to be paid. But, I mean, you saw what James Conner did in that offense. So you have to question, is Le'Veon Bell really that good? If another running back can go and put up the same kind of numbers. I mean, exactly. I know they're, different, they're, they're different kind of running backs, but to me, it, it devalues him in the league's eyes, in the other team's eyes. I've never seen an offensive line more eager to block for someone than oh, they yeah. were to block for James Conner. Um, I yeah. think even if Le'Veon comes back, that offensive line, what? I know they're all playing for contracts. I know they're all playing for salaries, but at some point, respect for somebody has to come into your psyche. And I have a hard time believing that they're going to put that sort of effort ever, ever, yeah, towards Le'Veon Bell. No, they're not. And right now they're fighting for James Conner. Like, the dude survived cancer. He's, like, the hero of the team now. And everyone's like, you know, this is our guy. He's here for us. We will only want to play with him, and we're going to work our ass off for him. So I project big things for him this year. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun yeah. to see. Uh, especially, Lucian, i got to hand it to you. You have all the upside. I would not want to be Aldo with Le'Veon Bell right now. No, that's, no. That's a very tough situation. That being said, Aldo, I will take Bell off your hands. Um, I'm not above getting some insurance, you know. But I'm not hey. going to pay. I'm not going to pay Christian McCaffrey prices for him. 
<laughs> Aldo, your phone shouldn't have died, buddy. You could have been out. You could have been out. This could have been my fantasy smallpox, but I do not have them. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Oh, wait. Who was your toilet bowl winner? It was Robbie. Mine was Aldo. Okay. Yeah. So I think uh, I think that wraps it up. Our first podcast. What, wow. How do you well, think it had, did it go well? What do you think? You know, I definitely would give us a B plus. I think a B plus. The, yeah. the humor was there. We had we had a little technical difficulties. Oh my we gosh. A, we had a couple of user uh, reference difficulties that we apologize for very sincerely. Yeah. Uh, I love America. <laughs> <laughs> West Kim Jong West, I love you too. Um, uh, please don't kick me out of the league. Uh, hey, Lucian, and what's the number one rule of send it? Uh, send it all, baby. God damn it, we don't talk about other leagues. Oh. <laughs> we'll see you all next week, guys. All right, guys. Have a good one.